Blog Talk Radio. hiatus as it is right now 
And that's just a shame. Oh, yeah. That really it is. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. I think this is our other co-host. Let me tell you about Homestuck. That's not our other co-host. No, it is not. I really need to get a list of her phone numbers. What what did he even say? Let me tell you about what now? I have no clue. Huh. Weird. Yes. And see, this is the type of thing we're talking about. <laughs> How many shows do we have to say, if you're a random caller, don't call in? before the message gets out there that if a random caller happens to sneak past our, our radar, that they will be hung up on. Yes. As soon as we realize they're a random caller. Yeah, simply because, you know, the issues we've had in the chat rooms, it, the chat room is a little bit easier to police than the actual phone line. Well, yeah, I mean, we don't, because we're live, we don't have the ability to go through and edit out what people say or bleep them, you know. Nope. And again, sure. if Blog Talk Radio finds out that we've allowed someone on the show who's making inappropriate comments that are not all age friendly, they can stop us from having a show. And then nobody gets to call in. And then I will be highly upset. <laughs> and people have never seen, never, people in the pony community have seen me upset, but they've never seen me highly upset. <laughs> you know, that's when the three sixes come out on my forehead. You morph into your senshi form and you go and you hunt people down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Summon my evil minions and they go and do it for me because, as always, I'm at work. <laughs> Are you at work? No, I'm at home. Aren't you not well, supposed to be work. working on Mondays? Um, yeah, um, they still need overtime. (laughs) You're a workaholic, you know, that's your problem. (laughs) Hey, 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 I I, I, I am improving. I did go in last week, and I told my supervisor, hey, you know what, I need to start cutting back on the overtime. She goes, not too much now. I said, no, I'm just not going to come in as early on Tuesday through Thursday. <laughs> so I'll arrive crazy, at noon. Crazy woman you are. Yes, well, I'll arrive at noon versus 10 o'clock in the morning or 11 o'clock in the morning. 
And you'll stop going in on Mondays. Well, I don't go in on Mondays. I work from home on Mondays. <laughs> now, see, I work from home on Mondays, but I work from home all the time. Well, see, That's I work from home. Thing. I work from home Monday, Thursday night. When I get home, I come. I go back on and do a few more hours. And then Friday, Saturday, I work from home. But you know what? I think the commute on the days when I'm working from home is harder. I quite enjoy working from home. But then again, I have issues with authority. So if I'm arguing with my boss, I'm just arguing with myself. Oh, okay. Works out better that way. I may fire myself from time to time, but I always get rehired again. (laughs) Well, see, my my issue is, you know, getting up and going to work. Because when I work from home, I only give myself like a half hour after I wake up before I clock in and start working. So my body seems to think that, oh, we can sleep a lot longer. Ah. It was bad enough that last week, Wednesday, no, actually last week, Thursday, because I had to come home last week, Tuesday, because I got sick on the train on my way in. I was in bed at... Yeah, that was not good. It wasn't a pretty sight. Yeah. Not when it took me another hour to get back home. But I digress. Um, I took and at 8 o'clock in the morning, I swear to God, my bed went from comfortable to like pillow top the most comfortable bed in the world. I just went from comfy to, oh, yeah, don't leave me. Until 9 (laughs) o'clock. Oh, well, you know. (laughs) You're still more productive than me the last few months. Hmm. Yes, but, you know, you have a... You have a num- another humanoid growing in within you. Yes, who seems to really get excited when her dad plays Tekken Tag 2. <laughs> While he was uh, playing this morning, I got to experience triple punches to my insides. Oh, dear. Which stopped promptly when he turned the game off. I figure as soon as she turns three, I'll enroll her in a martial art, and then she'll be well on her way to a scholarship by the time she's in high school. She'll be a black belt by the time she's ten. Well, at least you have it all planned out. 
well, yeah, but I've always had everything planned out, and it never goes my way. Yeah, not well, really. You know. If things ever went my way, yeah, the world would be a very different place. I'm sure if things went my way, it would actually be the apocalypse. Because I, with the best of intentions, would become a tyrannical fascist dictator with a, a doctorate in genetic engineering. And, well... I'd mean well with my experiment at first. <laughs> Probably for the best that things don't actually go my way. Mm. Yeah. I think with me, too. Well, <laughs> so, what new so. has been happening with you since last week? Well... And as I said, I decided to start back on my overtime a little bit. Granted, yes, it is a little bit, but hey, you know, it's a start. <laughs> well, I got a pony this week. Woo! That's one more pony than me. Yeah, Thursday we were... Thursday, we had a doctor's appointment, and on our way home from the doctor, my husband wanted to stop by his favorite comic shop. And apparently, they carry, mind you, at prices twice what you'd pay any place else. Of course. The uh, Crystal Empire ponies. It's <sighs> the main six. So I have a Crystal Empire Twilight Sparkle. And the uh, she comes with a book and a crappy pair of glasses that serve no purpose. Um, but now that I've seen them in person, I can tell you how much of a disappointment they truly are. Ah. Oh. Because the best part about this Twilight Sparkle is she has the closest head-to-body match I have ever found in Twilight Sparkle. Hmm. The colors are just ever so slightly different. They're almost the same color. Very good. But, like, her eyes are basically the same eyes she's always had, except instead of making the little, like... Twinkles in her eyes, the white spots round, they've made them crystal shaped, which really mm. doesn't make them look like crystals at all. Yeah, well, they I tried. Mean, no, they didn't try. This is, if this is trying, then I am a god of industry. <laughs> Oh, hey, oh, Mickey. <laughs> Her hair is basically the same as it always was. The only difference is there is tinsel in the mane, but none in the tail. Hmm. Just in the mane. She's not sparkly. She's not clear. 
she's the only change. Yeah. She, the only change is the way they did the white spots in the eyes and the fact that they added purple tinsel to her mane. That's it. And all the other Crystal Empire ponies of the main six are exactly the same. Basically the exact same pony that they always were. Right. Not even a different pose. But they have, like, yeah, more mathematical shaped white spots and tinsel specifically in their mane only. <laughs> and some generic accessories added that the back of the, uh, package tries to tie in, but it's really, it's the same book that came with her and her little go-kart. Jeez, they couldn't even change the book? No, see, it's the same mold. It might even be the same color, but I can't remember what color the book is. This one in this package is yellow. So, um... Talk about weak. Yeah. I am not impressed. Um... I... Yeah. I just don't know what to say, except... Hasbro needs to stop taking the cheap, crappy way out. You know? I definitely agree there. (laughs) Let's see. Let me see if I can get a hold of Summer. Yeah, let's try to see if we can get a hold of her before we go ahead and head into our topic. About the only thing new with me is, yeah, I found another manga to read. (laughs) Oh, which manga? Uh, Midnight Secretary. Oh, I don't think I've heard of that one. Because it hasn't even been released in the U.S. yet. Oh, okay. It's just now getting its release. In a few months. But, of course, you know, I I read manga here. In order to, you know, gauge whether or not, yeah, am I going to actually like it? Or, you know, is it going to be like, you know, don't even bother Yeah, I was up till 5.30 this morning reading that. Ah. So, yeah, I'd venture to say I might just buy it. (laughs) 
But of course, then I also got into another one that they only released two volumes in the U.S. And then completely stopped there. So. Well, I just sent her a couple of messages, and we'll see if uh, we'll see if we get a response. Okie dokie. I hate, I, you know, still being off topic as we always are at the beginning of the show. I have now realized how well trained my dog is. Oh, really? Since the days of the week. Okay. Because Wednesday when I came home, he was looking up at me kind of like, what are you doing home? You're not supposed to be home right now. It's supposed to be like pitch black out and mom's supposed to be in bed right now. What are you doing, home? But then Friday when I left for work, I came outside. I'm fully dressed. I'm getting the, what are you, what do you think you are doing? Why are you fully dressed? You are supposed to be dressed in your, you know, weekend outfits. It starts off the first two hours, still be in my my pajamas. <laughs> then at some point during the day, I do actually get dressed. <laughs> yeah, I take casual Friday very seriously. <laughs> But yeah, I totally got the what are you doing for dress look. <laughs> I'm technically course, fully dressed. Huh? I'm technically fully dressed. <laughs> we'll see. I mean fully dressed as in, you know, the girls are up and where they're supposed to be I got a nice shirt on, I got jeans on, I got gym shoes on. My hair is pulled back and hair sprayed in the front. Oh, yeah, you're way further along than I am. Well, that's what I was on Friday morning. My bottoms are pink top and a robe. I haven't even looked in the mirror yet today. <laughs> you have a few more items on than I do. I have undergarments and the nightshirt. That's it. <laughs> Was that in the summer? Why, do we have another caller? No, oh, I thought maybe she text messaged you or something. Hold on.
A 727 area code. Do we think that is her? Um, well, let me check my contacts. Um... Okay, I don't have her under her actual name. Apparently, I don't have her in my contact. I'm sorry. You may you, you might check. Um, it might be her. Well, I will go ahead and do that in about 2.3 seconds. As soon as I do, my usual, kick the idiots out of the chat room. Oh, I'm not even in the chat room. Do we have idiots in the chat room today? Yes. And yes, I am being point blank. In my use of that word. Well, you can't call the things that they tend to say in there smart. Especially after we say, you know, if you guys don't behave, we'll be kicked out of the chat rooms, and if it continues, then we're just going to close down the chat room again, and they keep doing it. I mean, how smart is that? Yep. I will once again remind people this is a PG this is a G rated show. I call people idiots when they spout garbage. Don't tell me that you paid good money for this show because if you are, I'd like to know who you're paying because I will go break their legs to get get my money. because I am the one who pays for this show. Did someone say that again? No, but I am just making it point blank clear. 
before someone tries to pull that once more. Okay, well, I can tell you that our other co-host has not actually responded to my message yet. Okay. So, if that is her... If she could go to her Facebook Messenger... And let me know. Yeah. Okay. I have now gotten rid of hopefully the people who are spouting garbage in the chat room. Hopefully, I can now leave my computer. You want and me to actually pick up my laptop and open it up, and I can let you know if there's someone misbehaving in the chat room? Yeah, if you could. Okay. Yeah, I tried to keep the chat room clean, but... Now, free speech is all fine, good, well, and dandy until you start spouting the garbage that gets spouted. And again, and I cannot express this enough, as an educated American, free speech does not mean you get to go into a chat room and just say whatever you want. Very good. Talk about what you want to do to little kids or to plushies or whatever. That's not free speech. Free speech was intended to allow people to speak out against the government if the government was passing tyrannical rules to suppress the people. You know, it it does not mean you get to walk up to someone and harass them. It does not mean you get to harass people on... chat rooms or on Facebook. That is not what free speech was intended to do, and only losers misuse it that way, quite frankly. You know, I, I hate to get on my soapbox like this, but... Too much time and effort has been put in, you know, to have the show ruined. But anyway. Anyway, so I'm opening up my laptop. 
Um, and we'll see if I can get my pregnant self situated here. <laughs> You remember in Alice in Wonderland, it just... My computer says hi. <laughs> it sounded more like it was trying to say, I am going to eat you. Yeah. It says that every time you wake it up from its hibernation. Oh, wait. Gotta look down the pipe from Aladdin. Um, but yeah, in Disney's Alice in Wonderland, what the Tweels look like. Oh, yeah. How it seems like they shouldn't be able to walk. <laughs> well, that's kind of how I feel right now. Well, at least you didn't just say it how you look. I'm reserving judgment on how I look since I don't really have control over that right now. Because as I always say, just remember you have another human being that you are providing nutrients for. Who is taking up residence. Rent free, mind you. Yep, the only one paying is me. Mm-mm. Oh, I better mute this. We'll have that weird feedback loop. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're confusing me because then I'm hearing myself talk twice, and you know I'm just kind of like that cat that kind of, that that okay. sees its reflection and freaks out. Oh, my cat did that once. That was great. All right, I am in the chat room. The people we have in there is someone called Guest5170, Sunstar, me, and you. Yep. I'm not sure who Sunstar is. And we actually lost one of our normal listeners due to all the random people that were in the chat room just spouting whatever. Okay, now that sucks. Look what you did. You you horrible, horrible trolls. Shame on you. So. Simply because you have no life doesn't mean you have to ruin things for other people. Exactly. Okay. Okay, well, before we get started in on our topic, I'm just going to check on my corned beef here. <laughs> yeah, it's not a show unless we're eating dinner, right? Well, it's just after the show is over, we're going to a friend's house, and my husband and his friend get to eat pizza. I don't get to eat pizza. Why not? Because
because it's filled with sugars and carbs and stuff. So, oh man, you are so making I me depressed by being pregnant. Yeah, this is basically for anybody who's like, oh gee, pregnancy is such a magical, wonderful experience. No, it's not. <laughs> it's worse. Oh, it's Luna X. She just got herself a new name. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and I do believe she was here for the first part of the uh, dumping. <laughs> Ultra soft. 
In my family, if you have to break out the steak knives for your corned beef, it would cook too quickly. Okay. All right. Okay. <sighs> okay, here we go. You know, tonight's uh, cleaning of the chat room actually took less time than normal. people actually got the hint. I hope so. Maybe if we insult enough chat room trolls, they'll stop. <laughs> that would be nice. Well, I get the feeling that our other co-host is not showing today. I'm probably not. Which is perfectly fine. I'm sure we can carry on conversation we have planned for tonight. Oh, yes, I think so. Of course, I think everyone who is listening is probably wondering what our conversation of the night is going to be. That's true, because we're not going to be starting the 2007 ponies just yet. Mm-hmm. And the only so, thing everybody knows about this show is it's a secret. And everybody loves secrets and surprises. <laughs> That they do. And your comment earlier in regards to the Crystal Empire ponies, I think is a real good lead-in to our topic tonight. That's true. That's a hit, people. Mm-hmm. Are you re- ready to reveal our topic of the night? Um, in just a second. I want people to mull over that real quick. (laughs) You know, marinate on that thought. You want them to get all marinated? You're starting to sound like my dinner. Mmm, marinade. You are so not getting any of this dinner, so I would suggest you take the little happy butt out of my room. You've got one. You're pointing in the right direction. Keep moving. 
one step in front of the other. Go Bad. Good boy. Reveal the topic of the show. You sure you're ready for that? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, I will state this. Um, the topic of tonight's show is what would would consider to be slightly controversial in the pony community. So, with that, that true, said, we are. We we are touching on a topic that every basically every pony collector, new and old, um, is a will recognize and have an opinion on. Although whether or not they will be the opinions expressed on this show remains to be seen. Yes. Mind you, the opinions that will be stated upon the show are those of the only two people who are currently talking on the show, unless we get intelligent people in the chat room. And it will be their comments as well. Hence why I cleared the chat room as quickly as I did tonight. Yes. Our topic tonight is... Is Hasbro pandering more to the bronies than they are to their loyal collectors? Indeed. And that is that is a topic I'm sure that all our listeners, young and old, new to pony collecting and been collecting since the first six in 1983 have asked themselves at least once in their head. Yes. Well, by God, we're asking that question out loud. Yes. We are indeed asking the question out loud because On this show, we have gone through G1, G2, and we're partway through G3s, and we've had customizer interviews and brief discussions on the current season openings and closings of the show, but we've we've never really touched on the differences between... The brony community, which is, as we're going to define it tonight, um, people who are almost exclusively interested in friendship is magic. Yep. Versus the people who have been into My Little Pony since G1, G2, or G3. 
and how the Brony community has both improved and harmed the Hasbro, the current Hasbro toy line. Yes. And granted, yes, um, the opinions that are going to be on the show are going to be very limited. Uh, big reason why I didn't announce the topic of the show was a, yes, we didn't quite know last week what, whether or not we were going to be doing this, and no, we didn't know until just this weekend we would be doing this. But, you know, the normal amount of trolls we normally get would have probably quadrupled. Indeed. Okay. So we're not saying that anyone else's opinion doesn't matter or doesn't count. So if you do listen to the show, you can go on to either one of the two posts that are on the boards. Okay, it's under, you know, Secret Show. That's the name of the title of the my, this week's um, weekly show announcement. Okay. And you can go ahead, being tasteful. I will state this, being tasteful. In your comments, you know, give your own opinion. Okay. Remaining within the rules of both communities. Mind you, Also, the Facebook page, okay, same thing there. Again, being tasteful, I will go ahead and start monitoring everything on the Facebook page for the next, I'd say, a couple of weeks. Okay. And I will be keeping an eye on the chat room for for the show today. Thank you. Okay. All right. I mean, we so, do value other people's opinions as long as they are thoughtful and not and garbage. Yes. And, and and what we mean by garbage, let's make this very clear. Swearing, threatening, right. Right. name-calling, right. anything that might be considered sinister or inappropriate for people under the age of 18 to be hearing. Right. Or singing. Um, is not allowed. We want to hear thoughtful points and counterpoints to the discussion. In fact, nothing would make me happier than to have people come into the chat room and offer their thoughtful counterpoints and points on this topic because I I think it's a topic that really does bear discussion because at, at this point in time, Hasbro, for the moment, seems to favor what bronies are looking for 
more than what long-time collectors are looking for. Yes. And I think a discussion between all of us who are consumers of Hasbro's product may affect the future of how they treat their product. Right. Because while I cannot prove that Hasbro listens to the show, sometimes I suspect that they do. Yeah. I mean, it's great that they are trying to push more of the stuff for the show. Okay. This topic really does come up because look at last year's convention pony. Okay. Oh, goodness. That was the derpy hooves, right? Yes. Normally, okay, what would happen would be two ponies would be released. There would be the one for the My Little Pony Fair, which would be our fair exclusive. And then they would go ahead and release the Comic-Con. Okay. Instead... Yeah, I... I heard horror stories about last year, though. Well, instead, last year, they released one for both. Okay. Which my opinion there was is uh hello. Why did we do that? Well, and you know the Comic-Con ponies the Comic-Con exclusive ponies have themselves in the past become very highly collectible. Right. If kept mint in the box, and even sometimes if not in mint in the box, because they are exclusive to that fair alone. Mm-hmm. Comic-Con. And the My Little Pony Fair exclusives become very collectible because they are exclusive specifically to My Little Pony Fair. And that is the only you are going to get it unless you get it from someone on eBay. And, you know, if you're buying it on eBay, you are paying top dollar for it. And in the collecting community, that's what you're looking for as a collector, is something that is going to increase in value because it's limited. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what makes Big Brother ponies consistently so expensive from the G1 line is there were so few of them and they were released for such a short time. Um, certain, certain line, lines of ponies, um, the second wave rainbow ponies from the G1 line, the second wave princess ponies from the G1 line consistently much higher in cost to get them now than other ponies um, because of how short a run 
they were in comparison to the right. the original run. Well, even the show socks. Even the show socks. Oh my gosh. The second Twilight. Those stuff Twilight. Oh yeah. You're pay- you're paying anywhere between fifty to two hundred dollars for her, depending on the condition she's in and who's selling. And I have her. I mean, she is like perfect. And I paid quite a bit for her. Uh, mimic. If you get a mimic and her hair is still pink, and her her eyes still have that twinkle coating, and her her cutie mark is unsmudged. My God, you have the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. You have the Holy Grail of of U.S. release ponies. You know, it's just and and as for for people who've been collecting a long time, or even people who started with the G3, that's what they're looking for in a an exclusive or a collector pony. Exactly. I and that was the whole and that was the whole like big huge, you know to da about the um convention. Was you knew you were gonna walk out with a pony that that's the only place you're gonna be able to get it. And now I've heard in the past that Hasbro usually did a fairly good job of making sure that everybody who pre-registered before a certain date got the fair exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that last year, even if you pre-registered before a certain date, they did not have enough ponies to actually give everybody what was promised. Which and is pretty sad. Because well, it's downright criminal. Well, what they would what they were doing was depending upon what package for the convention you were paying for, they're basically guaranteeing you if you paid this price you're going to get the pony. And that was, that one is upwards of $100. And then anybody who paid less than that, you may or may not get it if there are some left. Which, I mean, there's never been a convention where where they have ran out. And last year I am told that not only was Derpy Hooves like the the Fair Pony and the Comic-Con Pony and you only were guaranteed it under certain conditions, but it was also the Raffle Pony. Mm-hmm. Sought after Raffle Pony. And people got really nasty over who did and didn't win those few derpy raffle ponies. 
And speaking of derpy, even in general, derpy was never called derpy until the Brony community called her derpy. Mm-hmm. Originally, because I have been watching the show since the very first episode of Friendship is Magic. I think it's a great show. Um, the first mention of any Pegasus that may have fit that description was during Winter Wrap-Up, and it was a pony named Ditsy Doo. And you never saw her, but Rainbow Dash was frustrated because she led the birds the wrong direction. <laughs> instead, of, instead of bringing them back to Ponyville, she took them further away. And later, in a later episode in the background, a pony emerged that was gray, with blonde hair, and little bubbles, and she wasn't named, but one of her eyes was incorrectly drawn, on accident, mind you, not on purpose. It was just an animation goof that mm-hmm. was, wasn't caught in time by the editing team. And it was decided by fans that that must be Ditsy Doo. Right. And then later, someone said that that exp- expression made her look derpy. Derp being the internet word for a comical or retarded facial expression. In other words, it was an insult. Yeah. That somehow became a term of endearment that spread like wildfire that led to Hasbro officially naming that pony Derpy Hooves. Ditsy Doo has since to be mentioned on the show since that Pegasus was officially named Derpy. Now. And so, I mean... Again, it the, the whole derpy phenomenon in the first place exists solely to please the internet fandom of bronies. Yes. Um, hot, and, and then to have it dictate both Comic Con and Pony Fair last year. Mhm. Almost ignored the fact that not everyone going to the fair is a brony, or, or even, even cares likes, about it. Or even likes friendship is magic because, believe it or not, Hasbro, there are some people who do not like the show, and they are pony collectors. If you are listening. 
believe it or not. Yeah, just like many of us pony collectors did not like the G3.5 redesign. Not even sure how you came up with that. But it was not the right move. It's, I mean, it, it was like taking the mistake of going to only seven ponies and then compounding that mistake by making them look like dragon pony predator things. <laughs> Giant forward-facing eyes, Tyrannosaurus Rex, need I say more? <laughs> um, just saying they looked more like Spyro the dragon than they looked like ponies. Um, yeah. Just because there is a group out there that is die hard for the show does not mean that that particular niche is the only one that matters. Right. I knew that people who have kept this line alive going, actually, it is now 30 years. Yep, I am going to be 33 years old in July. Mm-hmm. And my very first pony was Flatfoot Bluebell. And actually, my very first pony, if you want to get technical, I had the giant My Pretty Pony, the brown one, that came with Flatfoot Butterscotch. I think that's the one it came with. I had the very first My Little Pony. The big one. Exactly. It wasn't Little Little and it was called My Pretty Pony. Which is why all the people from my parents' generation still call My Little Pony My Pretty Pony. Because that was the very first one. And so I have been collecting ponies since the very beginning. I did not like Barbie. I was not a Barbie girl. I I liked My Little Pony. That was my thing. Was 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 ponies, horses. Yeah. Um. Uh-uh. The only people type dolls I liked were Kenner's Rose Petal Place and Hasbro's Moon Dreamers, because they seemed to fit in with my ponies. The only reason they fit in with my ponies. <laughs> in fact, I almost think the Moon Dreamers fit in with the ponies more than Megan and Molly did. Just going to throw that out there. Um, so I have been collecting ponies a long time. I... I had very strong opinions on the G2 line when it first came out. Um, They've grown on me since then, but I've had a lot more to compare them to. Yeah. Um, 
I was excited when the G3s first started coming out because they reminded me so very much of the G1s. Oh, yeah. Um, eventually, I did notice that there there was less diversity and, than the G1 line seemed to have. And the cutie marks all sort of seemed kind of boring um, in comparison to the G1s. Um, so I didn't spend as much time on them as I did on my G1s, as I still do on my G1s. Right. But, yes, I've been collecting for a very long time. And I may um, not have been collecting for a long time, but, okay, I still have G1s. I have G2s. I have G3s. Okay, I will admit I have a couple of G.5s, 3.5s. I, I will admit to it. I have 3.5s in my bait box. <laughs> I, I have some custom maids from, from 3.5s. I can't say I've ever left them alone to be themselves. But I will tell you, G4, not so much. I have a few. Yeah, I have I have some G4s. I have the Princess Cadence and uh, Shining Armor mm-hmm. Wedding Castle. I have... The tea party with pink Celestia and Pinkie Pie and Rainbow Dash, and it doesn't even make any sense to me because they have Rainbow Dash wearing this fruity little, like, sunbonnet that is so not her style. Yes, well. Seriously, it needs to be 100% cooler. Um, I have the the Princess Luna, Princess... um, Celestia set. I have the crappy cardboard castle with the uh, starlight twinkle and twilight sparkle. It's mostly an accessories set. And I have the original six wave ones with all their little pets. And oh, and I have the McDonald's toys. Mm hmm. But most of my G4s are customs, and some of them are custom made to look like G1s. So, um, that that should tell you something about oh, yeah. my views on the G4s. I get them and try to make them into G1s. <laughs> well, see, I'll go. I'll check out, I mean, when G3s were out, my mother can tell you, <laughs> okay, she had to literally maneuver me around the store to keep me out of the pony section. 
You know, she would have to distract me with shiny objects. <laughs> and which my in certain schools you easy to do. My husband has to do that with me. <laughs> what? Follow the pretty shiny. Ooh, pretty shiny. What's over there? Oh, no. Oh, ooh, another pretty shiny. <laughs> hey, look, is that oh, a sale on cheesecake? <laughs> I mean, she would literally have to drag me out of the pony aisle. Okay. Yeah, now, I'll pop in there. I'll look. And for the most part, it's meh. Using yep, my one I, guy's uh... favorite palm. Yeah, I, like I said, the reason why I got this particular Twilight Sparkle from the Crystal Empire is because her head and body matched so well. To me, that's a find in a G4 Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> There's nothing else interesting about this pony because she doesn't have an animal companion. And... Right. She doesn't really have any accessories that I didn't get from any other Twilight Sparkle. And she doesn't even look that different. It just, her head and body matched. I was like, whoa, her head and body matched. Yeah, and that's another thing. They, it's the same pony. It is the same pony. And, and again, I think that is part of what we're seeing when they're, when, when they're thinking of bronies rather than collectors. Collectors are looking for different poses. We're looking for, for, for the Crystal Empire, we're looking for basically a sparkle pony like the, the G1s or the G3s. Yes. Um, bronies aren't really as excited about those aspects of pony toys. They basically buy their favorite character on the show, if they yeah. buy. Or they buy the one that's that, that, that I've heard referred to is fanon, which is started out as fandom and became canon later. Yeah. So like derpy hooves, or at Hot Topic, how they have vinyl doctor hooves, which I should point out started off as a pony that was dubbed Time Turner because he had a little hourglass. It was only after people decided to cross over My Little Pony and Doctor Who. And don't get me wrong, I love My Little Pony and I love Doctor Who. But I will never recognize Time Turner as Doctor Who's, nor will I ever accept Derpy as his companion. Exactly. Ever. But they are, they exist now and are sold in specialty stores like Hot Topic and comic shops and things. 
specifically because that's where the brony fandom is looking for them. Mm-hmm. The brony fandom is not necessarily going to Target Mm-mm. or Fred Meyer or Mm-mm. Walmart and looking at the toys in general. They're looking for their favorites. They're looking for the ones that are brony specific, like Doctor Who's and Derpy. Right. And when Hasbro has gone that extra mile for the the bronies specifically, like when they had the episode where Derpy spoke for the first time, mm-hmm. and she was basically trashing Town Hall with the best of intentions, of course. Um, oh, yeah. And they gave her that really a voice that further kind of encouraged the idea that she was mentally challenged. They had to redo that episode after it aired. I wonder they why. They had they had to change her voice. I believe they may have fixed her eyes because parents who were letting their kids watch the show, some of whom did have some sort of mental or developmental disability, were outraged by that because it was treated as a joke. A joke. It was treated as fan service. It was not respectful of what someone who was born different actually goes through in life. You know, and and so they, they had to, to change it because they they were so focused on providing fan service to a very specific niche that it didn't occur to them that only that niche thought of that character that way. Yes. I mean, they're not thinking about the future. Okay. Because these fans are not going to be fans of this for as long as we have. Well, and My Little Pony changes almost with a, like a generational change, you know? So. Just because My Little Pony Friendship is Magic is on the air now does not mean that it'll be on the air two or three seasons from now. Right. And a new show, a new version of My Little Pony may take its place. And, in fact, it may happen sooner because I'm looking at, what is it called, Hasbro Girls or My Little Pony Girls or whatever, as the the sun setting on the Friendship is Magic franchise. Okay. Um, where they basically took the six main characters and made them look like people. And there's no unicorns anymore. There's Pegasi. There, there's people with wings and people without wings, and it 
it's apparently going to be the new spin-off thing. And we all um, know that Bronies are not going to follow it. And that, I mean, it was probably based off of the fan pictures that people have made, you know, doing, you know. With art. Yeah. But, again, you know, taking a few pieces of fan art and using it as an idea and thinking everybody's going to be on board with it because it happens to be the thing to draw on DeviantArt or the thing to post on Facebook for a time is maybe not in the best interest of future sales. Right. I mean, they might be doing it because they are trying to get away, pull away from Lauren Faust's original image of them. I mean, if that's Which the I think point, shame. Because I I love the fact that Lauren Faust went into this as a lover of G1 My Little Pony and that she wanted to make a show that represented how she played with her ponies and wasn't just, oh, look, the world is full of lovey rainbows and stuff and and we're going to throw a party and we're going to sing some songs. Because that's not how... It's not how she played with her ponies, and it certainly wasn't how I played with my ponies. Oh, no. I mean, especially not when the pilot episode of my My Little Ponies had a guy trying, had a monster that was like half man, half goat, and dragons kidnapping people. That was my introduction to, to to villains in My Little Pony, and and so my ponies faced actual bad guys. Well, you know, basically, if you look at Lauren Fow's ideas, okay, you put them side by side with the original My Little Pony show, okay. They pretty much dealt with the same issues. Okay? You actually had bad guys that were trying to destroy the world. Oh, I can't tell you how much I adored Nightmare Moon. I was so excited. The first two episodes with Nightmare Moon, I'm like, yes! This is how you do it. It's a villain, oh my god, it's a villain, and it's not, oh my god, I lost my favorite ribbon. (laughs) Yeah, it just, oh my gosh, and then, like, she was defeated, and it went into the whole, let's study the lessons of friendship, which are good lessons. Yes. Not saying they're not, but I would have loved to see more tyranny personally, um, because yeah, well, 
unfortunately, the world, the real world that we live in does have some really bad people in it. Oh, yeah. And, and it's important to know that while most of your daily trials and tribulations are going to be run-of-the-mill, ordinary trials and tribulations every once in a while, you're going to come across someone that's truly evil. And you need to be aware of that, that that really does exist. And I think Lauren actually kind of accomplished that with she had, you know, things that, you know, would normally happen. But then she'd toss in something else, like, you know, an evil villain or something that was just, you know, wow, where the heck did that come from? And, and, yeah, so, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the current show. Yeah. But fans have been saying for years that we want Princess Celestia to be white. She's white in the show. Why is she pink? Why is the toy pink? And they didn't change it until the bronies started saying, we want show-accurate ponies or we won't buy them. Yeah. It's like, really, you're not listening to people who have been buying the products, who have kept the product alive, once again, for 30 years. But you're going to listen to a fan base that as soon as the next sparkly object comes by, you know, they're going to drop you like a hot potato. And, I mean, I am thrilled to see the White Princess Celestia. I am. Oh, yeah. And I I, I, am... I like the fact that we're seeing background ponies being released now instead of, hey, this wave we're going to do a pink unicorn with pink hair, with purple stars and blue eyes. We haven't done that in a while. Yeah. You know, I mean, to me, that's that's... That's bait. That's saying, customize me, please. Um, But at the same time, to only do it when the brony community demands it, there are still ponies that are not show accurate that are being released because the brony community doesn't care about them. Other fans do. You know, other collectors do, but because the bronies specifically haven't asked for it, it falls on deaf ears. And the sad thing is, bronies aren't actually the ones doing the major purchasing. No. 
And it, in fact, the Brony community has said at large on their own forums, we are less interested in collecting the toys than about expressing our love for the show and our favorite characters on the show. So by their and own admission, they don't really telling, consider themselves real collectors of My Little Pony. Right. I mean, when they're sitting there and saying, hey, you know what, we really don't give a flying leap, you know, maybe we should rethink who we are actually listening to. Hey, you want to come in? Oh, no, wonder why you don't want to come in. Your new girlfriend's across the alley or out. She behaves. Sorry. See, that's why I like cats. As long as all the doors are open, they'll stay inside. They only want to leave if they can't get out. Oh, no. See, my dog, he's a player of the neighborhood. Nah. I kid you not, I think he's got like 20 girlfriends. Every time I turn around, he has a new girlfriend. I can't keep up. I told him, you need to make me a scorecard. Well, he probably would, except he doesn't have thumbs. Oh, yeah, that's what my mother keeps telling me. But, yeah, so I'm not saying that the Brony community hasn't brought some positive changes into the toy line. The fact that... There is now a white Princess Celestia is great. But the fact that, I mean, Derpy is mass produced, I don't really think was a huge benefit. I know a lot of customizers who were making custom Derpies and then Hasbro decided to make some derpies. And they still make some money because they're not it's not a wide production. No. But it has cut into a, you know, the customizers who specialized in that particular pony. Um and nobody even really cares about the Doctor Hooves pony except for bronies. I have not heard of a single collector going, That's what I need I need that brown boy pony that's a hot topic. <laughs> I don't think and many... I've, <laughs> I've been to hot topic and I've seen these ponies. And it's it's ter- it's terrible. I mean, the plastic is even cheaper than the plastic they're using for the regular toys. There are spots miscolorations on the ponies in the package. And they look like they're dirty in the package. Ugh. I don't even know what happened with that. Well, it, once again, it falls back down to their 
focusing on a group that doesn't really care. Okay. The mismatching of the heads. Okay. The fact that, you know, half of these ponies are coming are coming to you already pre dirty. Okay. This just points to the whole issue of they're targeting a group of people who just don't care about the quality. Yep, they're they're not in it for collect for actual collectability. They're in it because ooh, Derby's my favorite. Ooh, Doctor Who. Look, I'll put this up next to my TARDIS pencil sharpener. Um, you know, if they're and again, I mean, collectors have been complaining about the heads being mis- mismatched since the first release of the toys. And it's never been fixed because the bronies have never complained about it. I complained about it to Hasbro and they sent me coupons to buy more ponies. That was their response. Maybe she didn't send it back and saying, no, thank you. I don't want any more dirty ponies. Well, and like the very first pony I tried to buy was a rarity. I opened the package. The non-display side had regrind. Brand new pony. Regrind on her face, which you couldn't see until you opened the package. And when I called Hasbro and said, this pony has regrind, they said, what's regrind? I had to sigh deeply and put on my my scientific hat and explain what regrind was. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, gosh, I guess we'll let our production team know. Like, right, you're totally going to tell the production team you're the random minimum wage person in a call center meant to handle customer service calls. You have you have the number for the production team, right. I'm gonna believe that. Um and I absolutely hate it when they try and tell you that they understand but then try to argue with you. Love it. Yeah. Oh, we totally understand how you feel about that. Wait, Hasbro wants you to know, and they're reading from a script. And you yeah, go, you can definitely. One t- no one talks like that. Not even I talk like that. When I'm at my most Twilight Sparkle-ish, do I ever talk like that? <laughs> you know, that was the one bad thing when I worked in a call center with all the scripts. It's like really... Okay, fine. I've I've memorized the script. Boss walks away. Script? What script? <laughs> well, and goodness knows, like if if they if they monitor you and they find you not doing the script, you know, why are you doing the script? Because it sounds stupid and it's pissing people off. 
Well, actually, no, I never got hit for that. Yeah, it really all depends on where you work and what you're doing. Like, if you're working at a call center that's specifically doing research surveys, they really monitor you doing the script because how it's worded affects their market research. Yeah. Well, see, I did but, banking. I did telephone banking. Yeah. So but if you're doing, yeah, I, I like, fraud that. detection, they, not, not so much. They just want to make sure that you're actually catching people who are trying to steal credit cards and stuff. Um, so it kind of depends on where you're working as a call center. But every call center, oh, they still try and encourage you to follow the script. Well, see, I followed the script up until after the point where I identified the caller. <laughs> Once I identified the caller, you know, what script? <laughs> then it was how may I help you? <laughs> So the big question, I guess, in this debate is, has there been enough positives, really, to justify Hasbro ignoring the people who've been buying ponies for years in favor of an Internet community that is such a niche market and is not a major spender of money on pony products. And when they do spend money, it's not necessarily even on licensed Hasbro products. Because I'm fairly certain some of the things I've heard about bronies buying are not made by Hasbro. Exactly. And, um, but has has the toy line, from a collector's standpoint, seen enough benefits to justify Hasbro pandering to that market exclu- almost exclusively? And is actually is Hasbro actually pandering to that market exclusively, or does it just feel that way because there is the occasional release of somebody like Derpy Hooves or Doctor Hooves or whatever that is very specific to that market, and yet when it comes to the general toy line, we're seeing very few of our requests being answered. Yep. Because it could be argued that they're not necessarily pandering to that market, that they're making a few things for that market, and it just seems like pandering because they're doing whatever the hell they want with the regular toy line, but they're making things that are specific to another market that are being asked for. Now, mind you, they're still putting whatever quality they feel like into the other market, but it tends to feel like one market is being favored over the other. Yeah. Um, We still do not have an actual line of boy ponies in the toys. There is uh, Shining Armor is the only regular 
boy, boy pony in the regular size. All other boy ponies are only in the blind bag size. Yep. Um, the Crystal Kingdom, Crystal Empire ponies had the potential to be really a really cool toy line. When I saw the Crystal Empire, I thought, rock on, we're going to get, you know, transparent sparkle ponies. I love sparkle ponies. Maybe we're even going to see a Princess Cadenza with a jewel symbol, with a jewel cutie mark instead of a painted cutie mark. I had such high hopes after I saw that episode. Even though they really let me down with the villain, since he only appeared in, like, 30-second snippets. Um, I thought, this this could be a new direction for the toy line. And now to see what they've come out with for it, it's like, well, that was a letdown. Oh, yeah. Because that's just what all of us really loved about the G3 line was the plastic tinsel. Right. I mean, right now, I'm actually... Hold on. I'm actually on the arena... Now, there is a customizer on the arena, and she has been making clear ponies with sparkles in them, and they're fantastic. Cow. They are beautiful. They're everything a sparkle pony should be, and she's on DeviantArt as well. Pull up my deviant art. Oh, I have a note. Okay. Tiana Nicole on deviant art. And, um, yeah, she has been making what a Crystal Empire pony should look like. She's got a purple Luna and a blue Luna and a G1 to G4 Sky Dancer that's clear and sparkly. And these ponies are absolutely just delicious. She's even she's done a couple of derpies. She's done a G1 to G4 hula hula hula. Um, baby and mommy ice crystal in this clear, you know, resin with sparkles in it. A G1 to G4 bride in this style. And let me just say, if a customizer can replicate your mold and make these resin ponies that are clear and sparkly, then there is no reason that Hasbro shouldn't be able to do it easily. 
the customizer can afford to do it, so can Hasbro. Because right. they can buy in bulk. They get discounts for being a major toy company that buys in the truest bulk sense, you know, they're not buying a, a hundred pounds of resin. They're buying thousands per order, you know? So there is no way that they can say, well, you know, it's just not cost effective. The other factors. <laughs> yes, the other factors, including they're lazy. Um, so, yeah, it's well, really, if you want, if you want a Crystal Empire pony, what you really got to do is go on DeviantArt and contact Kiel and Nicole. Because Hasbro isn't doing it. She is. Right. And that's because enough people, I mean, the independence in the community, myself, Kiel and Nicole, um, Calavista, um, Dark Horse, people like that, we hear what people are looking for, being customizers. And if we have that ability, we provide that need. And we hear what not, not just what one group is saying, but what everybody, all the collectors. That's why there's G1 to G4 customs in these Crystal Empire in these Crystal Empire ponies that she's doing. And she doesn't even call them that. They're just obviously that's that's what they would be. Um you know not, it's not just she's doing Luna and Derpy, you know and right. the regular G fours. You know, she's She's reaching in to other fandoms. She's got some regular, she's got some G3 to G4s that are just the regular opaque ponies. You know, she's got Autumn Sky, which looks really cute as a G4. She's got G3 Cloud Climber. G3 Island Delight, all as G4s. So she's acknowledging people who loved ponies from all the generations. Not just the bronies who are looking for, ooh, wouldn't it be cool to have a crystal derpy? Right. And that well, is when you know someone is truly looking at the whole range of people who might be buying. Is when you're seeing either, you know, G1 to G4s or in, in, inspired by G1s, you know, or G3s or whatever. And we just don't see that with Hasbro in the market currently. Right. And hers aren't even all, like, just the standing pose. There's There's only two poses in the G4 line. Three if you're counting the babies. There's, there's, 
the walking pose, there's the standing pose, and then there's the babies. And that's it. The toy line has been going on for a couple of years now. And they are be, still in like, the same poses. <laughs> yeah. It would be like if Hasbro's G1 line started off with the collector's pose and stayed that way for yeah. three years and maybe introduced the unicorn proud pose. And you just have the unicorn proud pose, the collector's pose, and a my baby ember. Yeah. So, you know, and it's just yeah, it is pretty. Yeah, and, and and they may be thinking, well, you know, we're we're aiming towards little kids. Little kids are our market, but. I live in an apartment complex filled with little kids who play outside my window all day. I am not seeing them playing with ponies. In fact, nope. I've talked to a few of them, and the girls, not even interested in ponies. Hey, come on, go in. So, I mean, I've actually, you know, mentioned the show, like, Friendship is Magic, and a group of kids outside my complex... The boys like Friendship is Magic. Come on. The girls like Transformers Prime. Go so Whatever Hasbro, because Transformers Prime, at least, you know, they may only have, like, R.C., Nico, and Jack's mom. But, I mean, at least there are girls you can be proud of. Jack's mom is a nurse. Oh, yeah. And a mom and, you know, a really great, like, adult sort of character to aspire to be. And Miko, has, you know, listens to, like, metal, and she's got an attitude, and she's like, yeah, let's kick butt. And R.C., she's just cool. I mean, <laughs> she's got just as much firepower as any of the boy Transformers, plus she's more agile. Right. she's cool. And yet, girls aren't really feeling the whole, let's all be friends, yay. So if they're thinking we're pandering to little girls, they're Um, not. Right. Because girls are moving away from the Hearts and stars and pink and purple. Yeah, and they're purple. moving, you know, and they're they're moving more towards, you know, bold colors, blue and purple and and black and laser guns and. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just have a laser cannon on top of Pinkie Pie. Oh, man. <laughs> now I want to make a Pinkie Pie with a laser cannon. Thanks. <laughs> I 
didn't have the energy to make stands for my rose petal place dolls, and now you got me thinking I want to make a Pinkie Pie with a laser cannon. It has to be the G4 version because, I mean, the, just the wild eyes. <laughs> oh, no, I totally do the G3 version, except I'd give her little tiny, tiny pupils. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> really make it seem like, yeah, she was really attempting to take over the world. <laughs> give her white hair and some some plate armor. And <laughs> oh, yeah. I can, I, I can work with that. Oh, I'm, that, now you got me thinking about it. Shame on you. <laughs> Thank you. Pie with laser met- cannon. Have I mentioned that, like, um, I've been very motivational of late? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I would love to see Hasbro. I I would be more willing to pay $8 or $9 a pony for just the ones at, like, Target. Oh, yeah. If they were high quality and show accurate and had different poses. You know, instead of just random colored pony with random generic cutie mark with a different color of the same accessory mold that we've had since the very first waves of ponies. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait for it. You know, because I said, I used to go, I mean, every single time I went to Walmart, I went to Target, okay, the first section I ran to, okay, my mother would be left eight aisles behind me, and she'd have to catch up. Okay. Well, I'd be in the um, pony department. Now, if you look in, yes. Now it's you know. Now I'll go over there and see what they got. But see, and and the, if you look in our chat room, Sunstar has brought Ooh. up an argument that, as far as Hasbro goes, Brony is like a hot potato. They can't ignore them or give them too much attention because bronies are mostly adults who have independent income and a mind of their own and so they're will when they do buy they're willing to pay more than a parent buying like a toy for their kids and they're willing to invest supposedly wisdom uh, energy, time, and money into their collection. Um, so since Hasbro is a commercial company and its priority is to make money, that may be why they're favoring the bronies so far. But once again, but, we go back to the collectors. 
Because as a collector, like I just said, I would be willing to pay 8 or $9 for a stock pony if I thought I was getting a higher quality product. If I was getting a sparkle pony and there was more than just one pose within the sparkle ponies. Like if yeah. there was two or three poses per, per line and there was one line that was sparkle ponies and that was the Crystal Empire or maybe a couple waves. If there was a, a line of rainbow ponies, why is Rainbow Dash the only rainbow pony? Um, and the rainbow ponies had a full rainbow in both their tail and their mane. Um, if there, if the princess ponies were more than just winged unicorns, and no, I will never call them an alicorn because that is a misuse of the word, again, brought around by a fandom that didn't actually know what the word they were using meant. Harumph. <laughs> Well, to go back really quickly to your fair pony question. Okay. Yes. Remember when I said they offered packages last year, which included you were guaranteed one? Okay. Yes. They did that again this year. Okay. They offered up three packages, which, of course, are now sold out because they only limited the first, the highest one to 50, the second one to 30, and the last one to 25. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, now, your base price for getting in, your general admission is $40. Okay? Yes. That is your base admission. They're giving you both days... Um, your your normal lanyard, your event badge, you actually get a tote bag for 40 bucks. Whoopee. I hate to say it like that, but whoopee. Holy cow, we're almost out of time. <laughs> yes. Anyway, your next package up was $100. Package after after that is 110, and then 130. The actual fair exclusive this year is fifty dollars. So, and let me put it to you this way. I just was just reading in on the arena. Let's just say everyone on there has their own opinion about what it better be, especially for 50 bucks. Because I think... Hold on. I think last year's was only what forty. Oh, I I don't know. I I have yet to be able to fly far enough to go to a, a fair or a comic con. 
Oh, I meant just ponies. I'm seeing the fair exclusives and the, the Comic-Con exclusive sell for anywhere between 40 to hundreds. Well, I meant at the fair. Oh, I don't know. I, 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 I can only tell you what I've heard people say after they get back. Because They're 2011, which is the last one I'd gone to, it was like $30. It's 7 o'clock. We should probably do the kimono. Well, actually, I think we're a little too late, but sorry. Oh. This is kimono, and you have listened to Body Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Okay. And I'm trying to find what last year's time costed top yeah i'm not even finding it Yeah, now what I want what what I'm kind of wondering is like down the road will the derpy hooves like, you know, and doctor hooves, will those ponies retain value or will they wind up being like the G3.5s where only a few people actually even cared? And regardless of how limited they were, became like the red-headed stepchild of of the pony world, where collectors don't really even care if they have it in their collection or not. Exactly. Because in the end, long-term collectability is going to be based more on I think what collectors want in their collection, what they're willing to spend money for later, rather than what people who are jumping on the brony bandwagon are into until the next fad that feeds their sense of identity or whatever you know, comes along. Oh, yeah. Because to me, the people who are identifying themselves as brony at the moment are more like what very, very old school anime and manga collectors were you know, before it became mainstream, they were very self-inclusive. They were kind of looked down on as deviants. The market was mainly 
underground and almost a hipster-like culture. Oh, yeah. And now, like, everybody knows about manga and anime and, you know, it's like no big deal. You go in Portland, monkeys. Uh, you go. I live in in Portland, Oregon. You go to in the downtown. We're in Ponies After Dark now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You you walk around downtown Portland. You see people who just seem to be dressed that way all the time, like in anime oh, garb wow. or with. Fox ears and a fox tail riding the bus, you know, and and nobody even cares. Those weird fuzzy animal hats that look like someone decapitated a plushie. Oh yeah. People just wear those. People just wear those all the time, and and nobody really thinks anything of it. Personally, I only think it's cute on people under the age of ten. You know. <laughs> You see a little eight-year-old running around with, like, a fuzzy bear hat? Oh, it's adorable. You see, you know, a 32-year-old man running around with a fuzzy bear hat? Maybe not so much. (laughs) My own personal sense of aesthetic. I like someone, you know, nice fitted pair of pants, nice shirt. But then I'm 32, so (laughs) I am myself old school. Yes. I'm part of the old school. Well, I'm oh, alumni yeah. now. Um, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, right now they're pandering to a group that literally, I kid you not, okay, just like me on a normal day, you know, the next shiny object that comes by, you know, I'm using the shiny object as my um, kickoff here, because basically, if you really think about it, you know, that's how fads come and go. Yes. Okay. It's kind of like, okay, it's cool for right now, but then here comes a shiny object that completely changes everything. Well, it's like, remember when everybody had to have Beanie Babies? And people oh were God. paying hundreds, hundreds of dollars to have the latest Beanie Baby, the end Beanie Baby. And now you can't sell your Beanie Babies on eBay. Uh-uh. No one wants them. No one cares. You, you, you know, they're just another stuffed animal again, which is all they were originally. But for some reason, oh. it just... For a brief, shining moment in Beanie Baby history, they were the thing to own. Well, that that was because back then, the way they were working them, it's kind of like, okay, this one's going to be available from here to here, then it's going to be retired, then we're going to bring out this one, and we're going to have it from here to here, and then that one's going to be retired. And yeah, so they made it sound like a collectible, but it ended up being a fad which means it didn't retain its overall popularity or market value. And I I personally believe, I personally believe that the brony exclusive ponies, the derpy hooves, doctor hooves, are going, are are more fads. Yep. You know? Mm -hmm. 
that will pass by and the ones people will be after are the regular ponies, the shining armors. If they ever made a, a regular-sized big Macintosh or, you know, any of the other boy ponies in the show, there's so many. There's Snips, there's Snails, there's... Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Cake. God, why isn't there Mr. and Mrs. Cake? They would have such cute accessories. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and have them actually look like their characters. You know, it just it would be awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I think those are the ones that would <coughs> stay collectible. Oh yeah. They've appeared in show after show in major plot lines. Um, they're characters that everybody knows who watches the show, not just specific fandoms who like crossovers and, you know. Okay. But everybody, everybody who's watched the show knows that Pinkie Pie works for Mr. and Mrs. Cake. Mr. and Mrs. Cake had twins that aren't twins and that Pinkie Pie babysits them. Mm-hmm. Um, there was even a little bit of a joke about how two Earth ponies could come up with a unicorn and a pegasus and have it be legit. Um, so for the grown-ups, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, Summer Sunstar said, you know, I totally agree with you. I grew up with the G3s and will never change the love in them. Hasbro should reconsider the point ponies and reconsider the point ponies and more poses, colors, and even species. Yeah, I mean... They had a whole show with a bunch of different types of dragons, and still mm-hmm. the only dragon we ever see is Spike, and he is rare. He almost okay. never appears. And if he does, he's standing on all fours like he's some sort of pet. Why do we see a Spike walking around on two legs with, like, a jewel in his hand? Exactly. You know, and and I mean, at which point during the show was he ever on all fours? I don't think I don't think I've ever seen him on all fours except when he had that growth spurt where he turned into a full size dragon and was like terrorizing people. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then he wasn't a baby dragon anymore, was he? I don't no. think it's a baby dragon that he's ever appeared on all fours. Well, no, because his front legs and his long legs, his front legs are shorter than his back legs. It would look awfully awkward. It would bring a whole new meaning to dragging your face through the mud. <laughs> I mean, there's been... So, you know, so many good villains. There's, I would love to see a Discord toy. 
Oh, yeah. I would love to see the Diamond Dogs. Oh, yeah. I mean, that would be a cool toy for anyone, boy or girl, especially if you flocked them and they were fuzzy. Oh, yes. And, um, there, and then Nightmare Moon. There, there finally is a Nightmare Moon, but they put about as much work into her as they did into the Pink Celestia. Oh, dear. I don't have her yet because, which this I'll is my, my other problem with the Brony movement, is that it's the toys that do have show-accurate ponies in them, like Nightmare Moon, yeah. end up getting stolen or misappropriated, if you will, from toy stores and wind up on eBay for three to four times their normal store value. Oh, gee. Because there are people in the Brony community who are looking for that one pony in that one set because it's the show-accurate one. You know? Oh, yeah. And they're willing to pay a lot of money for it, but Hasbro isn't actually making the money on it. That's the thing. Hasbro isn't making the money on it because it wasn't legally purchased in the first place, and it's not like people who resell on eBay are sending, you know, 5% or 10% to Hasbro, thank you for letting me resell this. So, you know, and and it just makes people like, you know, like me and like Sunstar and who actually collect ponies, it makes it harder for us to get a hold of them because Hasbro doesn't make enough, the stores don't order enough, and the people who are getting them don't even really appreciate them you know, the way a collector would. Right. Well, it is 7.15, and I do actually have to get ready to go here. Yeah, and I think I'm going to maybe try to not read any more of my new manga. (laughs) So... We'll wrap this up, but I I, I think that, that Hasbro, if they're listening, needs to understand that while little girls and their parents might not necessarily care about the quality of the toys or how show accurate they are because they're little kids and parents who just want their kids to shut up at the grocery store, that the main purchasers of their product in the long term and maybe even in the short term are collectors, not bronies, but collectors. And we're willing to pay higher prices for a higher quality product and that they could probably make more money by, yeah, have some, have, have some, ponies that are, you know, that 4 to $5 range, you know, 
presumably little kids are going to be buying them and playing with them and taking them in the tub and getting them all messy. Right. But have some that are specifically marketed as limited edition or collector's ponies that are in that 8 to $12 range that are in different poses that are true sparkle ponies that are ponies with with gems for cutie marks because for the crystal empire like cadence should have a crystal cutie mark right have it be two sided they're two sided in the show there's there's really no reason to stick with the one sided cutie mark thing it's stupid um but put that extra effort in, and I can I, I can say for certain that collectors will pay those prices for a collect a stock collector's pony. Keep it in the package and have it retain its collectability, and do have it as a limited run this year only. You know, and I think they'd see more sales and their stock and their stocks improve by putting that extra effort in and marketing it specifically for the collector. Because right from what I heard, they've had to lower the price of the regular ponies and raise the price of the blind bag ponies because the blind bag mm-hmm. ponies have more more variety, and more show-accurate ponies. And nobody really is all that interested in the regular line anymore because it's gone stale. Oh, yeah. You know, because they're thinking, well, little kids buy this. Collectors are having to go to the blind bags to get what they're looking for. You wouldn't mm-hmm. buy a blind bag for your for your five-year-old because it's a choking hazard. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I, I think if, yeah, if they made styling-sized, you know, and had the the styling size be the collector's ponies and have them be show-accurate and in different poses and labeled them as 30 or $40, people would be willing, collectors would be willing to pay that oh, if yeah. it was a higher-quality product. And so... Well, absolutely. Make stuff for the bronies. Let the bronies buy their their fanning. But but don't overlook the people who have been buying your product for the last ten to thirty years simply because yeah. there's an internet group out there that get more media attention. Because that's how things like the the show with Derpy Hooves ends up being a fiasco. Oh, yeah. You know, it's appropriate um, fan service is like the fact that Twilight Sparkle's mom is G1 Twilight. Yeah. And that is appropriate fan service. It's not offensive. It's not over the top. And every fan of G1 saw it and went, whoa, awesome, there she is. (laughs) 
See, I remember that episode. It was like, cool. Look at Twilight. You know, or the fact that all of us G1 fans know that the candle on Twilight Sparkle's library door is the mm-hmm. cutie mark for So Soft Twilight. Yep. We all know it. Oh, yeah. And it's a little inside joke, and the bronies probably don't even realize it. We all know that that's a nod to the G1 Tony fan. The the nods to to them were also um, Applejack uh, using Majesty's symbol. Those were also nods to G1. Yeah, um, the fact that Rarity is basically just a recoloration of Sparkler. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you can you could totally see Sparkler being having that personality. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's appropriate nods to fans. That's appropriate yeah. fan service. Inappropriate fan service is saying all these people seem to be excited about there being a pony with mental disabilities. Let's really make that a funny point in the show. Yeah. And and and, and then we both know. Parents, yeah. I think we both know if Lauren was still part of the show, she probably would have turned around looked at them like, first of all, like that they just, you know, smoked the, the black crack, which is, you know, everyone knows it's the crack that makes you go stupid. I'll take okay. your word on that. There's a real funny story behind that, but I digress. Um, and then just smack them upside the head and, like, go, really? Is that really politically correct? Yeah. It's uh, just, yeah, I mean, and obviously they weren't, they they made nods to the G3 collectors. Rainbow Dash is a Pegasus now, but she still basically has a very similar symbol. Yep. um, Similar color scheme. Um... You have um, Twilight Sparkle, who looks a lot like Twilight Twinkle, the jewel mm-hmm. gem ball pony. You have yep. you have Spike, who is a, another nod to G one. Yeah, and obviously Fluttershy is is a nod to the G2 collectors because she's almost identical to G2. Oh, God, I have I this pony. I don't know her name. Sky, I, I have her too. Sky, Sky, Dan- Sky Dancer. No, no it's Sky. not Sky Dancer. Sky Dancer is the G1 pony. But anyway, there's a G2 pony that's got... Being nodded to Yeah. Pink butterfly, cutie mark, pink hair, yellow body. Obviously, a, um, an earth pony because there weren't really any true pegasi in the G2 line. But a nod to the G2 collectors um, 
yes. through Fluttershy. Um, in fact, you can almost see the progression of Posey to the G2 to the G4 Fluttershy. Um, yes. You know, so there's – it started off with lots of nods to the longtime collectors and newer collectors, and and – it's kind of devolved a little in the last couple of years. Yeah, ever since, actually, ever since Lauren left the show, that's where the downgrade started. Yeah. In other words, we love Lauren! Yay! Um, <laughs> but yes, we do need to close up the show because um, yeah. I do need to get ready to do the whole socializing and leaving the house thing. And I move way more slowly now, so that's going to take me some time. Um, but, yes, I if Hasbro ever listens to the show, if they ever listen to this one, I would like to encourage them to think beyond what's fashionable and think about how they can make the G4 line as appealing to every collector from any generation as it had the potential to be when the show started. Yep. All right. And that is my final thoughts on it. Um, is that, yeah, while, while some good things have happened, the White Celestia, as a result of Brody's dem making demands, I, I think... <coughs> A broader range of good could be done by acknowledging the demands of the longtime collector oh, yeah. at least as much as they do the bronies, if not more. Exactly. And that is my own personal opinion. Other people may disagree. <laughs> all right. So so that, I suppose, is all I have to say about that. So pulling night nights. Tony Night Nights. And we will see you again next week. And we don't know what we're doing yet. <laughs> it may very well be the start of 2007, though. Maybe. So we will see. Okay. All righty. See you next week. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, talk after dark Is that it? Are we alone? <sighs> well, once again, tonight's topic may have been a bit controversial and it may have been a bit one-sided as we did kind of try to keep everything as civil as possible by not announcing the topic. But as we have stated, you can go ahead and voice your own opinion on our posts at the arena and at the TP. Again, please be mindful, be polite, okay? 
you can also go ahead and Facebook us. Again, being polite and mindful. And you can also send in your opinions. We will go ahead and screen them for, you know, politeness. You know, if you're going to be ranting and raving and being a complete lunatic, of course, we will not be saying anything about it, but we will, of course, share those opinions with everyone else. Um, my final thoughts on this are, you know, great that you're trying to keep fans happy, but Hasbro, you need to remember that fans are only there for a short period of time. True collectors are there for life. And that's my two cents on it. So, until next week, have happy and sweet pony dreams. Good night.